We cannot stand for uh, Governor DeSantis's antics of attacking not only black people, but marginalized communities. You're listening to Willis Lanza, the president of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. Willis Lanzer is from Richmond, Virginia, and in this interview with Roland Martin on Roland Martin Unfiltered, he's talking about boycotting Florida. Well, as uh, a stance about against uh, voting rights, about uh, appropriate respect for our culture, but the, the ultimate straw was this absurd perspective that slavery somehow benefited those who were uh, a part of that chattel system. We can't stand for that. We're not going to stand for that. And uh, anywhere we want to spend our monies, it will be in places that are advocating for people of color and marginalized communities. You are listening to the podcast for Black Virginia News, the first and only platform that covers all of Black Virginia. Black Virginia News is sponsored by Virginia Nation Tees. Visit Virginia Nation Tees at Etsy.com. Alpha Phi Alpha, which is the oldest black fraternity in history uh, in the United States and really around the world, 300,000 members, has decided to pull out of Florida. Uh, they were planning, they have a convention every two years. They were planning to go to Florida in 2025, and now they're not Absolutely going to Florida. Agreed. We have to think that the economic tactics is one of our number one or at least number two tactics. Yes, when we decide to boycott, it does have an impact. But sometimes taking a more decisive move like we did in Florida, that's in, on a conservative 4.6 million, but probably closer to $10 million of economic surplus that could have helped the Orlando community. That's the, the governor's decision to cut off his people. He has to Alpha Phi Alpha was established in 1906 and is the oldest and first African-American intercollegiate Greek letter fraternity established for African-American men. Some of the members are quite famous. In Virginia, Congressman Bobby Scott, Leader Don Scott, former Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax are all alphas. Uh, historically speaking, Martin Luther King uh, was an alpha, uh, which of course is, is brought up quite a lot. In fact, the fraternity is really responsible for the King Memorial on the National Mall. Uh, Thurgood Marshall was an alpha. Uh, Andrew Young, Duke Ellington, and the billionaire who's living, Robert Smith, are all members of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. Advocating for people of color in marginalized communities. Uh, now, the Capitals had their convention recently in Tampa. Uh, they had a public statement against this as well. Another distinguished Alpha is journalist Roland Martin, who also is a resident of Virginia. But people don't understand, this is not the first time that Alpha has pulled a convention from a location. That's correct. We did it when uh, Arizona would not acknowledge uh, Martin Luther King's uh, birthday. But they became the last state to do so. That's correct. And we took financial hit to do it's it. Willis Lanza, uh, the president of Alpha Phi Alpha is from Richmond. And um, he is uh, talking as if this is not going to just involve Alpha Phi Alpha, given all the antics of Ron DeSantis. It may involve some of the other civil rights groups as well. I thought that was very interesting. And even better, we have an Alpha Phi Alpha member with us in Maurice Hawkins. Maurice Hawkins is a Democratic political strategist and a veteran of numerous campaigns. Well, I think it's very timely uh, 
obviously uh ron DeSantis has been running rampant with you know outright bigoted policies i mean that are specifically designed to injure people that he and his supporters uh deem you know undesirable or however you want to describe it you know in many instances i view ron DeSantis as an entity who is even crueler than donald trump and that's saying a lot and boycotting ron DeSantis really shouldn't be a surprise to anybody ron DeSantis seems to be on some sort of strange uh mission to sort of out racist everybody else in the republican party even things like renaming fort bragg which was named after the confederate general to fort liberty is some sort of a problem for him and i also look forward to uh as president restoring the name of fort bragg to our great military base really deploys some old school boy scout tactics um in regards to taking their business elsewhere by moving their convention from orlando to whatever venue they're going to go to in 2025 and really when you think about ways folks can combat this onslaught of bigoted policies that desantis is embracing it but you know more broadly the Repub republican party at large we're is saying embracing. you think he can make it i said he's gonna make it because he's a champ he's a winner and i want you to say a few words ron thank you thank you great to be with you all and let me just say mr president given your change of registration welcome home to florida yeah, and that's exactly what uh, President Lonzo told uh, Roland Martin during an interview today in Dallas, which is the first day of the convention uh, for the fraternity. And, you know, when I heard Willis Lonzo say that, you know, he was uh, thinking about this being a multi-pronged approach and, and we need to be in fighting mode, and then the mention in the conversation of other uh, prominent Black groups, uh, the Links, the Masons, the NAACP, the National Urban League, I thought, wow, now that, that could get real, real fast. Because Ron DeSantis, for whatever reason, uh, cynically thinks that the way to get voters is to be on this sort of extremist level. He's sort of trying to out-Trump Trump, you know, out Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's trying to be the guy in the room who is the worst actor on really the far right, even today mentioning that he would consider RFK Jr. as some sort of running mate, which is another uh, slightly outlandish <laughs> thing to say, given given what RFK Jr. said lately. COVID-19 attacked certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the the genetic structure, genetic differentials among different races of the um, of the receptors of the ACE2 receptor, um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and uh, and uh, black people. 
the people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and, uh, and Chinese. And but not, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not, but there are people. So it is amazing to watch Ron DeSantis, and I, I know what you mean when you talk about Donald Trump. Who would ever think that you could say that he's even worse than Trump in that sense? It's, it's like he's always trying to make the point that I'm more racist than the other guy. And that is something to watch. And it is, of course, translated into policy in Florida. Uh, it is not just talking. I mean, it is policy in Florida and getting into the most important aspects of what people care about, which is education. Tonight, growing backlash against Governor Ron DeSantis and the Florida Board of Education over the state's new standards for teaching the history of US slavery. These are the most robust standards in African-American history, probably anywhere in the country. The new guidelines require middle school students be taught, quote, how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. He beat Andrew Gillum for the uh, governorship of uh, Florida by a very small margin. And now he is sort of developed into this person that um, is just hard to describe as a throwback in a lot of ways using the same tax tactics, the Southern strategy tactics we've seen before, but in other ways bringing it uh, to really an outrageous level. So, so that that Alpha Phi Alpha is doing this and a 300,000 member strong organization is doing this is a is quite a interesting development to say the I least. I also think it's an expansion on you know the NAACP's travel advisory of you know of the state of Florida that they issued a couple of months earlier this year I believe the Human Rights Commission campaign excuse me uh issued a similar travel advisory uh regarding the state of Florida as well. And now you're starting to see organizations like Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated take action and say, hey, we're not gonna spend our dollars here. And one of the interesting things about uh, these these conventions um, that the Divine Nine organizations, which is you know an amalgamation of the nine fraternities and sororities um, that are historically African-American, is they typically target the same venues. Like you'll see like Alpha Phi Alpha will have their convention there this year and then maybe next year, Alpha Kappa Alpha or Delta Sigma Theta or Omega Psi Phi. The other fraternal sorority organizations will have their convention at the similar venue. So this can become a trickle down effect in regards to organizations boycotting the state of Florida real quick. And I think that when you're dealing with this toxic personality and Ron DeSantis that wants to put race and gender and sexual orientation and immigration status as spaces where people can be victimized by these rather draconian and brutal policies, you know, seeing a organization that is a historically African-American male organization standing up as a, standing up and saying that we are not going to subject our members from across the globe to Ron DeSantis's bigotry is really what I think a lot of organizations and I also think the great thing about Alpha is that these are men that are doctors lawyers school teachers accountants I mean they succeed in every field in human human endeavor and this is like the battle cry that they're putting out there and saying, hey, let's take our dollars away from the state of Florida and redirect it to states that have a more open, diverse, equitable and inclusive environment who have the ability to say, we're not spending our money here. We're taking our money elsewhere and yeah. influencing other people to take similar actions. Subscribe to Black Virginia News.
at blackvirginianews.substack.com. And that could easily get into over 100 black organizations and yeah. or at or the very least 100 black events. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of events in Florida. A lot of these organizations like having their events in Florida. Right. And if they were to organize themselves uh, as a collective, that could get very interesting. And if you remember uh, when Trayvon Martin was murdered, there was a discussion about boycotting Florida at that point. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really you know, happened because there was all this discussion about how, well, if, you know, if Florida is boycotted, it will hurt the people in Florida. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to do that. Well, that apparently is gone mm -hmm. <laughs> because there, you know, the way that President Lonzer was talking was almost a little sort of a little bit uh, feeling in there that he had already discussed this with some of the other leaders of some of the other frats and sororities. So I was thinking, I, I'm not sure that that's completely true, but I, I will say that there was a little bit of a feel of that. Um, and, and really, quite frankly, the DeSantis has become so outrageous. Um, this last, you know, idiot episode with regard to slavery somehow benefiting slaves, uh, these sort of outrageous uh, statements and trying to go after black history, trying to erase black history, trying to somehow carve it into something uh, that it wasn't. And of course, this isn't just about black history. It's about American history. It's mm -hmm. about teaching American history accurately. But this, you know, Republican Party really is engaged in an attack on facts and attack on truth and engaged in misinfo and disinfo because they've decided that that is what their strategy is going to be in a world that is changing factually changing in a way that i think they're having a lot of difficulty uh, dealing that, with they want to replace history with lies <laughs> middle school students in florida to be told that enslaved people benefited from slavery <laughs> High schoolers may be taught that victims of violence, of massacres, were also perpetrators. I said it yesterday. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us. And we will not have it. And they, we they will not have it. They don't want to change their policies. It. They want things to be like the 1950s, and it's not going to be like you the know, 1950s. And, and so there's this whole sort of thing that we're seeing in this, quote, new MAGA Republican Party that uh, leads us to this moment. And uh, th this is why I think all of that discussion about whether or not a boycott was a good idea is gone. You're not even hearing that in this moment. And that is very interesting as well. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting uh, when you think about the strategy to combat you know, weaponized bigotry. And that's what Ron DeSantis represents. I mean, I mean, I think Ron DeSantis in many ways is like the evolution of Trumpism that is more cruel, that is more focused on really making the lives of people that they deem undesirable more difficult. And that's pretty much everyone that is not a straight white male that is a Christian. The governor's decision to cut off his people, he has to remember he's a governor for all people, not just for those who think like him. I mean, it's just a ton of people that are being targeted for mistreatment and second-class citizenship. And I, and I think that Ron DeSantis is almost teetering on the, the, uh, the, um, the baffling, the, uh, the ridiculous. When you try to attribute some type of social redeeming quality to people who have been enslaved, like there was a benefit to them. There was no benefit to people being tortured, sexually assaulted, treated like, uh, you know, livestock 
you know there's nothing redeeming about that it was all beneficial to the people who made money off the transatlantic slave trade and for this man to even suggest that there was some type of some type of tangible benefit to people who were being dehumanized for generations you know just kind of shows you how extreme how bizarre how cruel this man is so and i think you you bring it back to an alpha phi alpha you know who are aims are manly deeds scholarship love for, for love for all mankind the existence of alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated as a fraternal organization is literally the antithesis of the ron DeSantis political machine and his public policy machinations we also pledge to wage a war on woke ideology and at the end of the day at the end of the day, woke is a form of cultural Marxism. Uh, it seeks to de-emphasize core values like merit and achievement in favor of things like identity politics. Woke represents a war on truth itself. And there are people that say, oh, you know, woke, who, you know, who cares about it now? And I'll tell you why you care about it. You care about it because your society... And, you know, it's so cynical what DeSantis has been trying to do. Um... You know, in 2022, that type of Republican, that Carrie Lake style, MAGA Republican, those people lost. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where he gets this idea that this type of politics is working. It's a very cynical notion. Uh, it, it seems to ride on an assumption that all white people are racist and are with him. I actually think that the exact opposite is going on. I think the younger group there is sort of like rejecting this. And I think there's a lot of sort of white suburban housewives out there who are not into this at all, into this type of politics. And what would kind of tell you that is the 2022 elections. So other than that MAGA wing of the Republican Party, I'm not sure who he's talking to. This is the podcast for Black Virginia News, the first and only platform that covers all of Black Virginia. Well, I think he's talking to that MAGA wing of the Republican Party because he believes by trying to court that MAGA wing of the Republican Party and bring them into his camp, that is a pathway for him to secure the Republican nomination for President of the United States. But whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, you always campaign to your base and then you pivot back towards the center but in DeSantis' case, and I think pretty much all the Republicans' cases, you know, I, I think Donald Trump's going to get the nomination regardless. But let's just say, for example, DeSantis was to get it for some strange reason, you know, he's going to have a very difficult time trying to move back to the center when you have all this overwhelming evidence of his public policy cruelty, his propaganda, his flirtations with fascism, you know, just the mistreatment uh, of so many. By such politics, and we will do what we have to do. We're here in Texas, even today, making a statement. And brothers have to understand, in, in the new Jim Crow, we have to have new types of tactics, economic tactics, but be willing to sometimes go into the fire and stand close but to lift the community while we're here. That's why we did the march yesterday. And I think this is the, the beginning of a much, much broader economic strategy against the state of Florida. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. And I think he's about to find out that his strategy is a big, big loser. Um, you know, I, I just think this Carrie Lake thing, I mean, typically what people do is they run moderate and then mm -hmm. get into office and then go to the left or right. Right. They don't really reveal their entire uh, cards during know, a campaign. I.e. Glenn Youngkin. 
Right. And so, you know, you don't run all the way to the right or all the way to the left mm -hmm. in a primary situation. Uh, and then, you know, uh, suddenly, oh, I'm moderate in office. No, it's usually the other way around. What DeSantis mm -hmm. is doing is all the way to the right. Mm -hmm. And then what's he going to do in office? Be all the way to the right. Right. He can't go any lower. Uh, but really what this is about is Willis Lonzer. <laughs> Willis Lonzer is from Richmond, Virginia. And he is the president of Alpha Phi Alpha, the leader of this moment. And uh, there will, of course, be a post on Black Virginia News detailing uh, much of what he said today. This is episode 15 of the Black Virginia News podcast. This is Lauren Burke with Maurice Hawkins on the uh, boycott of Florida by the oldest black fraternity in history, Alpha Phi Alpha Incorporated. Lauren Victoria Burke has worked in politics in New York and Virginia and for four members of the U.S. Congress. She has worked at the USA Today, ABC News, The Guardian, Associated Press, and Black Press USA. Miss Burke has appeared on CNN and MSNBC and appears regularly on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Follow Black Virginia News on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Black Virginia News and on TikTok and Twitter at Black Virginia News. Send comments and tips to blackvirginianews at gmail.com. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed the Alpha Phi Alpha hymn. Uh, this is Lauren Burke with Maurice Hawkins. This episode 15 of Black Virginia News was recorded on July 26 and July 27, 2023. We'd love to thank all the subscribers that are coming in. Uh, we really appreciate it. It allows this podcast to remain independent. Um, I can't 
thank everybody enough for that. And uh, we'll be back really soon. There's a lot of news happening uh, in Virginia uh, in the run-up to the election on November 7, 2023. Of course, early voting starts on September 22nd, and time flies. Uh, We'll see you soon. Support for Black Virginia News comes from our subscribers, and we really appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to Black Virginia News. The podcast for Black Virginia News is a product of Wynn Digital Media and is produced by the team at WDM LLC.